Please welcome Satan. <laughs> It likes all kinds of flesh, doesn't it? Somebody who shares your temperament and values. Someone like, oh, I don't know. Could it be Satan? Oh, my goodness. Good Lord. I have returned. I'm going back to hell. They're nicer there. Well, that was an eventful church chat. Welcome to Why and How Sin Must Be Universal. And it's time for another unbuckled, bumpy ride with your guide, the stark-raving lunatic himself. I'm Jim. Let's jump right in again. Welcome to my podcast based on my brand new book, available on Amazon, Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N. It's a year-long guide to gratitude and our daily grind. The book that combines some timeless wisdom from a whole lot of the world's wiser people with the reflections, reactions, and wisecracks of the guide's author, me. And it guides you, the reader, through the simplest system for a happy, healthy, authentic, and genuinely grateful everyday experience. I urge you to get the book. Of course I do. I wrote it. It's either at Amazon or at my website, amperage.com. A-M-M-P-U-R-A-G-E. But even without it, let's make next week better than last, our next year better than the past, and get started now with today's episode of... So, wow. Tough talk time here. This is tough stuff to swallow, kind of stuff most folks don't want to talk about. They don't want to listen to it. They definitely don't want to read about it. Because if they did, uh, they'd spend less time reading on Twitter and Facebook and more time reading Timothy in their faith book, a.k.a. the Bible. Let's talk sin, shall we? <laughs> oh, what? It's not a good time right now? You have another appointment to get to? Maybe we can talk later, huh? How convenient. <laughs> Thank you, church lady. Okay, down to it. Sin. Listen, if I'd said sex, your ears might not be the only thing about you that mm, perked up. If I said gossip and secret lies, you might lean in a little closer. If I said never-before-seen video of your neighbors in unbelievable positions, your eyes might grow wide, but you know, I never said positions of what. See, some things are tempting until we slap on the label of sin. And then, oh, then the squirmy, uncomfortable discomfort begins. But what is sin? Why is there sin? And how are we? How am I? Or how are you? What are we supposed to do? Let me tell you about a little conversation I once had with my daughter. Actually, I had the conversation twice once with her in high school, and once in college. She asked me, Dad, why is being gay a sin? I explained the why the exact same way both times, in high school and with her in college. But by the time the college years rolled around, um, the wording of her question changed. 
even with the exact same answer. Okay, so before we go any further here, let's get some stuff out on the table right here, right now, not waste anybody's time. Be honest, maybe accurate, maybe inaccurate. That's not for me to plea one way or the other. But as a spiritual American, I'm a Christian, I gotta say, in this country, we all must remember that we are one nation indivisible. Some folks believe, like me, that under God is part of that. Some folks don't, and that's kind of actually what we're talking here. See, let's go back. My daughter's question was, why is gay a sin? And she didn't ask me why it's right or wrong, and if she had, I wouldn't have known the answer for that, outside of the context of sin. Because without moral and ethical standards of comparison, how do you, how do me, how do any of us define right or wrong? I'm not qualified to create that measuring stick. My brain's too tiny to know it all and to hold it all. Yours is probably too, being honest. But she asked me about why it was a sin. And the answer for that is actually a little easier. It comes down to two things. One, God said so. Two, because sin is universal and God doesn't play favorites. All right, let's go back to number one, because God said so. Well, this is the easier one. It's the only reason that anything should ever be called sinful, or the opposite, be called righteous, is because of God's existence. If we, if you, if me, if I, if anyone doesn't believe and receive God's existence, then why are they even worried about sin? Think about it. Okay, now reason number two, because God doesn't play favorites. All right, it's kind of like that sign we've all seen or the t-shirt that says, rule number one, I'm always right. Rule number two, if I'm ever wrong, refer to rule number one. Okay, in other words, accepting God's existence, accepting God's sovereignty is essential to even have a discussion about why something is or is not a sin. That being said, assuming God's sovereignty, do you want a God that plays favorites? Hell, we don't even like it. We don't even want parents to play favorites with their children. So why would we submit? Why would we worship? Why would we pray to? Why would we love a God who played favorites and chose sides? Saying, well, it's okay for this group of people to do these actions, but not that group. It's okay for one man or one woman to do something, and I'll just let it pass. But boy, oh boy, if I catch you doing it, whammo, bammo. You've been damoed. <laughs> okay, so let's just accept that sin, it's got to be universal. No favorites, okay? No confusing misunderstandings. Either it's okay for everyone or it's okay for no one. It makes sense, doesn't it? Look at the Ten Commandments. You got two things that are shall do. You got eight things that you shall not do. And they're universal. What would happen to our world? to our human race, if everyone was allowed to murder? Well, in the end, there'd be only one. It's a little Highlander reference there for you, okay? If everyone was allowed to commit adultery, if everyone is allowed to lie, steal, and cheat on everyone else, we'd have one big world where nobody would trust or be trustworthy. Nobody. Even the one about honoring your parents, which is one of those thou shall do things. Imagine if everyone in the world looked and saw that every child, every offspring in existence was freely dissing, disrespecting, disobeying, disrupting, even dissecting their parents. 
with no consequences? Tell me, would you want to procreate? Knowing someday that that could be you on your own child's chopping block? Remember, for us humans, procreation is a choice. It's not an irresistible instinct. So where are we going with all this? Let's go back to my daughter's question about gay and sin. My answer was, well, God doesn't play favorites. So if anyone can do it, then everyone can do it. And what would happen to humans, to our world, and the human race, if everyone did it? Chose to live life gay. Yeah, I know. It sucks. This conversation sucks. But I'm not God. And I'm damn glad of that, because I could never do that job. But I'm also damn glad he doesn't play favorites either. You know, because those commandments that I mentioned earlier, those ten ones, the ones I earlier referenced, I've broken at least eight, maybe nine out of the ten. They were commandments. Hell, the gay question ain't even on the board there. So yeah, I thank God that there's no favorites, that you are not more favorite of his than I am, and I'm not more favorite of his than you are. There are no favorites, though there are the chosen. And all, I mean all, can be forgiven, if you know who to ask. Hint, hint. See, we're talking about sin here. If you look at sin as a noun, the definition, an immoral act considered to be a transgression against divine law. An example of which? A sin in the eyes of God. Divine law, not man's law. There's nothing, nothing like a, a sin in the eyes of humans. A sin is in the eyes of God. And if you remember, I mentioned that my daughter rephrased the question when she asked it another time later on. See, by the time she made it to college, she changed the question a little bit. But she still asked why it was a sin. And I started to answer again, but she interjected this time with, oh, but God, Dad, leave God out of this. I told her, I can't, because that would be the biggest sin of all, leaving God out. Remember that sin, S-I-N, in Latin, means without. In Mexico, if you want to order water without ice down in Cancun, it's agua sin hielo, also known as water without ice. Sin, sin. Sin hielo, without ice. Sin is literally without. Leave God out of it? Sin without God? And that is one conversation that should never be too conveniently avoided. And now, more words of wisdom from the Live Life Lean Guide itself to wow your socks off. Entry number 60. The greater part of our happiness, or misery, depends on our dispositions and not our circumstances. Martha Washington. And the guide's point of view on this? I know a gal who taught her kids that they alone were responsible for their happiness, even when they were all alone. So what do you think about this? Using the Live Life Lean Guided System, what have you learned lately that's new? What have you earned that wasn't just handed to you? Where have you added to the world that wasn't about you? 
Now be grateful for all of that. Reflect on it, respect it, and navigate somewhere next. Thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying your copy of the Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N guide. Enjoying it almost as much as I did creating it. And if you don't have a copy yet, go on over to Ampurage.com or Amazon and get started today experiencing the amazing power of knowing every day is literally yours to be grateful about. And you need never feel unfulfilled again. I'm Jim Hall. And until next time, good health, God bless. And now, go get a little dirty learning something new. Earning what's not given to you. Adding to this crazy world that we share. And navigating your way to something new. And next.